All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back into Bay Area Combat's North Bay Faceoff. This is our weekly, sometimes bi-weekly, sometimes monthly podcast brought to you by Suncoast Awning and, of course, Bay Area Combat. I am joined by my co-host, Steve Barnett, the matchmaker and co-promoter of Bay Area Combat, as well as Deborah Farolito, also co-owner of Bay Area Combat. Don't forget, guys, June 22nd. It's coming up very, very fast. Napa Valley Expo. It is Bay Area Combat. North Bay Faceoff. I think this is five. Are we on five? Yeah, we're on five right now. 16 fights, guys. Four title fights. It's going to be a great night. We're going to crown two new champions as well as two titles that will be on the line. We are lucky enough to be joined in studio here today by Wrong Turn, Terrence Saturn, who is now the new Panda Cup flyweight champion after beating Javier Martinez. By the way, round one knockout, correct? Yeah, that's right. That's your se- is that your second round one knockout? Uh, no, you have a couple second round knockouts, yeah, first round rounds. knockout, and then some guy somehow escaped your hands and made it all the way to a decision, right? Yeah. How'd the fight go, man? Walk us through what happened. You just won the belt. Um... Shit, man, it was it was cool. Um, we went out there, and then uh, he hit me with like the first punch he threw, and then like he started throwing like a combination, and then I did uh, like took a step back and threw a left hook, and then the left hook. I didn't even feel like I landed the left hook to be honest with you, and then yeah. I didn't I didn't know that like I landed it until I went to throw my right hook, and I seen him like already on on his way down, and then uh, tried went to uh, try to finish the fight. I jumped right into an armbar and was fighting an armbar and a triangle for like. A good part of the first round, and once yeah. I got out, and then uh, uh, got him in. His, I had his back, took his back, and then just rain shots down rain on him. Shots down, yeah. Just beat his ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did he do what you wanted him to do? He came out swinging because I, I have a feeling that's what you wanted to do. Just by looking at your record. By the way, Terrence Turn is four and zero, three finishes, two in the second round, one in the first round. He did have a decision. Uh, I believe that decision was back in December against Cesar Hernandez, February 23rd for Bay Area Combat. That was um, also another good fight, too. Absolutely yeah. a great fight. Cesar was tough. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, let's see. So you've beaten Maceo Lara, Wyatt Barrett, now Javier Martinez, of course, Cesar Hernandez. And you've only fought Bay Area Combat and Panda Cup so far. Yeah. Which one's your favorite? Um, They're both my friends, so I'm going to snitch no matter I what d- you say. I mean, I definitely <laughs> like fighting for both of the uh, both of the promotions. Um Barrier does like it's like a I feel like Barrier is like a little bit more like pageantry. It's like a big show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything's dark, and then the, the only lights that's in there is like the lights that are on the cage. So that's pretty cool. And then Panicups, Panicups, pretty cool too. I mean, they both I, take I, good I like care of you. Yeah, just they, different they both, atmosphere. Yeah, exactly. Different atmosphere. They yeah, both, yeah, yeah. They both take care of me. So. Bubba, you like how we're putting them on the spot? <laughs> <laughs> that's what we got to do here at Barrier Combat. Okay, so you got the belt. Do you carry it with you everywhere you go now? Nah, man. Uh, <laughs> you like, ladies, brought, look at my, my jewelry. I brought, I brought the belt home for the weekend, and then the Monday uh, I went back to practice, and I just brought it to the gym, and it's been at the gym ever since. Yeah, so that's, really, that's a good spot really for been, it. You know? I had a guy once, it was actually, uh, this is back in the kickboxing days, but he used to sleep with his belt after he won it. It was, <laughs> it was bad, man. We made fun of him all the time. Steve, you sleep with your belts when you won belts? <laughs> shit, I've never won shit except for, <laughs> except for a headache maybe or two. <laughs> All right, so we brought Terrence in, guys, to talk a little bit about his upcoming fight that will be taking place uh, at Barrier Combat 5, what we just talked about at Napa Valley Expo. Terrence will be fighting Andrew Johnson Cabrera, who is 3-6 and six and 22 years old, coming out of Dragon House, Zong Lao's guy. You know anything about him? Um, to be honest with you, man, I don't really know too much about the guys that I fight. Like, um, I don't really watch any clips on them or anything. Really? Uh, no, no yeah. tape studies or no, anything? No, okay. nothing. I'm only, I mean, I let my coaches do all that. So, like, all I got to do is just go to practice. Like, um, 
They'll be like, hey, he likes doing this, so we'll we'll counter with this, and you're good at this, so we'll do this. And it's just, and we'll just go off of that. It's not really like, I don't really like sit down and watch clips on him or anything. Yeah. So, what yeah. do you do? You know anything about him? Have you asked around? Nothing. Just no. I just know. Just that he fuck it. Whenever of, I see him, I'ma sock him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just know that he fights out of Dragon House, and and that that's pretty much it, man. That's, yeah. that's all I know. All right, Steve. What, you, you put this match together. Uh, Terrence is here. What made you want to put this match together between Terrence well, and Cabrera? You know, you know he he's got a lot of fights. You know what I mean? He's got a few unsanctioned Nine fights. Nine fights, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and that's then, on camo. Yeah. But, you know, there's a few others that are on unsanctioned. He's a tough kid. He just he comes out and fights. Right. You know, Terrence comes out and fights. You know, that last fight at Panda Cup, I was in their cage side. You know, thanks Bubba. You know, for hooking me up. Um, but I was in her cage side. That, that fight was just such a savage fight. I mean, good fist fight. Ended up on the ground, rolled around. It, it, was, it was badass. Yeah. You know, and that's that's kind of like fits in the criteria of what Bay Area Combat's looking for. I had to match this up. Yeah. There was another potential matchup that was, you know, that we talked about. We threw out on the table that was going to be a possible uh, 125 uh, uh, elimination match for a state title fight. But, you know, that that didn't work out. So we, we've set this match up. So... You know, it was one of two fights that we hooked up. So this was, you know, the two top choices I had. So you win this fight and you'll have two belts. Mm -hmm. They're going to run out of room at the gym if you keep beating everybody's ass, Terrence. (laughs) 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 Speaking of your gym, I want to talk a little bit about you. You train at Nobody MMA. Yeah. They've been around a long time. I know um, Sonny Ramos is, I think, a blue belt under Caesar. And then George Van Dyke is a brown belt under Caesar, if I'm correct. Um, George, uh, I don't. He's not our jujitsu coach anymore. I don't think okay. He, uh, yeah, he but wasn't there. When is I Sonny your jujitsu coach right now? Uh, he's uh, my head coach for MMA. Our jujitsu. Okay. Co- uh, I have two jujitsu coaches right okay. now. Um, my no gi coach's name is Jalen, and then my gi coach's name is Joe. They both are out of Saber Jujitsu. Okay. Conquered. Nice. Okay. Yeah, 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 I know. I know both. Really, the, those guys, those guys are cool. Those guys and are then, cool. are you training Muay Thai with Brandon? Or yeah. yeah okay. So Brandon's yeah. your striking coach, pretty much right now. Yeah. And that's uh, Brandon Umapig. Yeah. I always say his name. I just call. He Brandon, just covered Brandon for me. Kyle. It was cool because he covered for me at Panda Cup. I couldn't ring announce right. there. So you actually got to have one of your coaches announce yeah. you as the new champion. That yeah. was pretty cool for you. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. Yeah. And Is he I, out of that boot yet? Is he limping yeah, around still? Uh, oh, okay. He still got a pimp stroll going. <laughs> he's, he's walking around on it now. I mean, he's moving a lot, a lot better on it now, which is good. I mean, he's, yeah. he's been, like, struggling with that with that leg for a few months now. So, I mean, But that was cool having him announce it. Oh, hell yeah, dude. It was tight. Um, yeah, so Umapig is like my – he's my uh, my kickboxing and Muay Thai coach. And then uh, Madali, the one that's uh, actually at my fights, he's uh, – he, he works a lot with me, too, with uh, my boxing and, like, just stand-up in general. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So, you just won the Panda title. You're going to fight for the Barry Combat title. You're number four in California flyweight, period. Did you know that? No. You're number <laughs> – check this out. You're number seven on the West Coast. On the whole – in the whole Western Hemisphere of topology, you're number seven right now. So, number seven in the West – Number four in California. If you win this belt, I, I imagine that number is probably going to go up. To be yeah. honest with you. Yeah, but and so. then, but then, then who are you going to fight? I mean, you know, my my pickings for uh, matchups are kind of slim right now. Yeah. You is know? there anybody you want to fight? No, man. I'm just, I'm just honestly, I'm just going to keep training and um, whatever, whatever fights my coach tells me. Hey, you know, we got a fight booked up. Okay, let's go. Let's hey, see. man, th- I'm looking at you right now. Did you just roll out of bed? I did, actually. That's what I thought. I did. Hey, so did I. That's why I got this beanie on. I didn't shave. I look all old and fat. But, no, I could tell, man, like your goatee's kind of going one all, way. Yeah. Your hair's yeah. going one way. Nah. You got the wrinkled shirt on. That's my man right there. Yeah, so I'm going to go do this podcast in my pajamas. <laughs> I don't give a shit. 
So, you know, I was looking at the whole list of uh, 125ers out here. We got, what, Mike Tabera locally that's tough. Yeah, Mike Tabera. Got a choke named after him, the Tabera choke. Dude's uh, a beast. shit. And then we got a... Uh, uh, we got a uh, uh, what's the local guy's name that, that we that was, uh, you used to train with once in a while? Uh, there's uh, uh, a yeah, Beto Beto mm -hmm. Beto Martinez. Yeah. yeah, that's my dog right there. Yeah, he's another one in, the, in your weight class. You okay, know? now let me ask you this because like obviously I hang around the Diaz brothers. They don't fight each other from their camp. Would you fight your buddy like that? I mean, you guys don't train together anymore, right? I mean, honestly, um, uh, he's my he's my boy. So I mean, if he if he says yeah, then I mean I'm I'm not gonna say no. I like know? that answer. I mean, you yeah. Know, like I mean, and we talked about it before. Like it's, it's it's inevitable. You know, like we're it's it's gonna happen you, one you, of these to days. To be the best, you gotta beat everybody, and that means yeah, yeah, because yeah, that's that's something that's 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 gonna happen. It will yeah. happen because of the yeah. the local area, the lack of one twenty fibers. It's gonna happen. And you should strive to want to fight. I'm gonna tell you why. Because if you're both fighting each other in these big fights, it means that your team is successful. That everyone on your team is successful. Because if one guy's not doing too good and one guy's up here like you winning all these belts going undefeated, then obviously you wouldn't be fighting him. So just the fact that you're both being talked about in, to fight each other shows that your team and the guys you train with obviously are making it. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's the way I see it. Because uh, uh, Beto just beat uh, Mike Howard. Mike Howard's ranked, what, number seven in California under under camo. I don't know what the topology ranking is on him. But, yeah. uh, you know, he just, he just jumped up on the top 15 list just on that last fight at Panda Cup. Yeah. So um, – let me ask you this: When you when you train for a fight, how long's your camp? So you got because I'm gonna. The reason I, I'm asking you this is this: You've had these four fights. You stay super busy, bro. Yeah. It's like you fought um, October, December, February. February, and then just now in May. Yeah. So I mean, you're taking almost no time in between. How long nah, are your camps? Um, dude, to be honest with you, like I so I'll fight on a Saturday. And then Monday, I'm, like, right back at practice. So yeah. it's, like, not even really – I don't really take any time off. And I'm, like, that Monday, I'll go back into practice and I'll get beat the fuck up. And <laughs> it's, like, it's not even really like I want anything. You know, I'll get brought back to earth real, real fast. And I'd rather keep it that way because, you know, like, I, I don't – I don't believe in really taking any time off. Yeah. I feel like if if I take a day off, that's that's uh, another day that somebody's got above me, and I'm yeah, because it's not gonna happen. Yeah, you know? your team, you know, whoever you're gonna fight, you think they're stopped training? Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. So but you, guys like you make it easy for guys like Steve too, because it's easy for him to put fights together when there's guys like you that are like, yeah, fuck, I just fought last week. Let's, let's fight. fight. Let's set it up. Yeah. You know. So that's a good thing. Yeah. So, you know, I like how you guys mix it up. You know, we trained with you guys a few times here yeah. and there and stuff. It's like you guys have a good good training training camps. You have good good foundation to work work good stuff with. It's like uh, that kind of stuff right there breeds really high-level fighters that bigger shows want. Right. Bigger shows want. Absolutely. So you, you've been pretty lucky then, like, no – uh, medical suspensions or any kind of like um, mandatories uh this last fight they they suspended me for like a mandatory 60 days because uh, i had some stitches but uh, yeah i mean i got i got i already got it cleared off already i sent you i, I sent steve the uh yeah. the the note uh the other day and uh chicks dig scars bro <laughs> what's funny is that uh, after this so after this last fight for panda cup the next weekend i went to this jiu-jitsu tournament out in fremont and mm -hmm. uh I think I was supposed to have the stitches in my head until, like, the next Tuesday after that. But the Friday before the tournament, I just – I went and got them taken out and then went to the tournament. <laughs> and uh, How'd you do with the tournament? I, I did a uh, triple golded. Nice. Yeah, so – That's I mean, it? it? Yeah. What a bum, good. dude. You couldn't get more golds than that fucking in one day? Fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> triple gold. So, uh, what belt are you? I'm a white belt. I okay. Mean, I just started doing gi jiu-jitsu in uh, January of this year. Yeah. And then last year is when I started – training like like last year april 1st was like 
when I first first started training like MMA. Like I never took a stand up class or anything. Last year's when you first started training? Yeah, last year, April. Yeah, 1st. how long were you so, doing wrestling though? Um, I started wrestling when I was nine, but like I didn't really like like get understand like what I was doing until I was like sixteen. And it was like on and off all the way into high school. So you just had your one year anniversary in the MMA community. Exactly. And you're four and zero with a belt. Yeah. People yeah. hate you, bro. Nobody likes you. People train <laughs> for like three years and can't win a fight. I was going to say, because uh, you pointed out, look, you're a white belt, and people hear that and they go, wait, what? Because, you know, you've won these fights. But what people don't get is most MMA fighters train without a gi, and you can't belt up when you train without a gi. You could go yeah. for 10 years and roll without a gi, and then all of a sudden you don't have any belts. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then everybody's like, oh, well, you're – and you go, no, fuck you, bro. I've been rolling for 10 years. I'll smash you. You know I, what I mean? I've been training for about, what, <laughs> 20 years. And, and you're a like, white belt. And I'm a white belt. <laughs> <laughs> so – that's cool. So what made you get into it? If it's just last year, how old are you? Um, I just turned 24. Uh, is this something you always wanted to do? or? Yeah, definitely. Um, when I first started wrestling, like when I was nine, uh, and then I seen um, I seen uh, some UFC fights. I seen like some Matt Hughes fights. Uh, this is when Matt Hughes was like the champ, and then like I seen some Tito fights. You were like what, four years old, five years old? I was, like, I was like, I remember I was like nine. <laughs> yeah. I was like nine That's about right. That's yeah. about the right time frame. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I, I like when I, when I first watched it, I had, that's when I just started wrestling, so I was like, oh, shit, this is fucking cool, you know? Like, I I definitely want to do this one day, and then, like, um, I graduated high school, and then, like, I just went, I just started working, like, I didn't, I didn't, I mean, I went to college for, like, a community college for a little bit, but, like, I What just, were you going to do? What was your plan there? I want, well, I wanted, the plan was to get, like, a scholarship to, like, a college, but, like, I was As like, a wrestler? Yeah, I wasn't, okay. like, hella smart or anything, so. But did you declare anything? Did you study? Nah, no, no, okay. no. I mean, I, uh, when I went to community college, it was only for, like, my general, and uh, I did it for, like, like a semester hey, and a half, hey, and I was like, Did you go to class? Did you go to class? I did the first semester. The second <laughs> semester, I was like, fuck, dude. I was, I was like, I was working, too, and then it was just, I was just like, dude, I'm, I'm not going to pay these people for my time. You know? Yeah, I feel you. Okay, so who is nobody the first gym you walked into? Yeah, yeah, okay. it is actually, yes. And was that by design? Somebody told you about it, or you just said, hey, let me check um, this spot out? I had um, I had seen it, uh, like, um, driving past it a couple of times, and, um, uh, like, somebody somebody had given me a flyer for it, and I swung by there before they had relocated, because they just relocated, re like, late last year. Or okay. I, I want to say they relocated late last year, or early last year, and... Uh, I went there before they relocated, and nobody was there, so I was like, oh, shit, whatever. And then uh, a few months later, I seen that they had moved, uh, like, down the street a little bit, and uh, I walked in there, and then uh, I was talking to uh, Roger, Roger Severson, actually. Oh, yeah. He's the one that, like, uh, he's the one that I was, like, talking to and, like, did my, my account with them and started, okay. like, signed up with them, you know. And uh, I think I did it, like, around, like, like February and then I was just like or March around, I did it like around March and then I was like okay well I'm just gonna chill for a couple of weeks and then and then April 1st I'm gonna go so then April 1st I went and then I haven't left ever since so most camps have like and I know no nobody's this way as well they have like classes and people can come and you can pay and you can train yeah but then at some point and this is with pretty much every MMA camp at some point you switch over to the pro team or or at least the f the competitive team yeah, yeah, and then yeah. things are a little different at what point did you switch from I'm gonna go classes here and now okay let me let me get on this competitive team and start fighting um it, I was training there I think it was a, a little bit because I fought okay so last year in June it was like I like, probably have been training for like a few months mm-hmm and yeah, then, like two uh, months. Yeah, there was like there was like this uh, 
it was like this IKF Kaj Campo thing going on at Solano Community College. Steve Fossum. Yeah, some something, something like that. Yeah. Um, they, they had like it was like a really big event. Like they did like a sport, sport sparring, uh, like karate sparring. Okay. They had like definitely Steve Fossum. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and then they had people fighting with sticks, and then there was like a um, a kickboxing, a Muay Thai event. Oh and, yeah, cool. Uh, so it was a full on martial yeah. arts yeah. expo. Yeah. Yeah. So then. Um, it's funny because I wasn't even going to fucking compete, dude. I was just going to do the no-gi. And then uh, my boy Lino, uh, Lino Gillis, uh, he, I was, like, talking to him the night before. And I was like, bro, I hella want to do the kickboxing, but I'm, I, I don't want to go out there and just get beat up. Yeah, know? yeah, and yeah. He's like, uh, and I was like, do you think I should do it? And he's like, fuck it, dude. I mean, you've been training. Like, why the fuck not? All experience. Like, yeah. Fuck it then. I went out there. I went and registered the next morning. And then um, I fought three times that day. And then I ended up, I ended up winning the uh, the open weight grand tournament. Nice uh, belt for kickboxing for the more uh, the kickboxing yeah. slash Muay Thai event. And then I think a little bit after that um, is when uh, Caesar Gonzalez Cubby he he invited me to go cross train with some uh, with one of our affiliate gyms. And ever since then, like I just I just been fucking yeah, I feel you know, I've been on the fight team ever since. You know. So what would you be doing if you weren't a fighter? Tomorrow they ban MMA. You can't ever train again. What are you going to do? Uh, I ask everybody this question. Most of them just say they'd be homeless. <laughs> Probably, yeah, dude. I mean, I don't know. I'd be, like, I don't know, fucking in jail or something. I don't know. Shit. <laughs> I don't know. Um, just working. Steve bro. Barnett would be your cellmate. You yeah, guys yeah. Just working. I'd and probably just be in trouble. Getting hella drunk every day and shit. <laughs> something, I don't know, something like that. So, how come Dude, you don't have a Facebook, bro? What, you don't do social uh, media or you well, got Insta? I, no, I have an Instagram, yeah, but okay. I mean, like, you gotta use that shit. Like, um, people like do. when Facebook started to get real popping, like, I don't know, I was just like, oh, that's fucking, I don't want to do that shit, you know? Like, yeah, I wasn't, I'm like, I wasn't trying to follow the crowds or whatever, but <laughs> everybody's like telling me, like, dudes, you need to fucking yeah. make a Facebook, you need to fa make a Facebook. I'm like, bro, I'm, I'll make one, I'll make one, and I just never, never have. Yeah, I'll, I'll get to it eventually. Yeah, I mean, it's not really like, like something that's like a priority for me right yeah. now, you know, to have you know, Facebook. It's like, you know, I hate to say it, it's, 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 it's the way of the future. Yeah. It's well, Insta too. I, I mean, they both yeah. are. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you know, I've, I've seen guys that debut fight, they, they debut pro fights in big shows, and the reason why is because they've had like, fifteen thousand followers on Instagram and shit like this, yeah. and people, yeah, yeah. people know who the fuck they are. Yeah. And they suck. Yeah, you don't have to be good. They, they you, suck. Just, you just gotta have a following. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be real about it though, you know. But yeah. that's but you need ticket sales too. I mean, yeah, but fifteen thousand fucking followers on Instagram <laughs> just like that translates into ticket sales. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's for sure. And does. it's like, uh, man, it's like fuck. It kills it kills me too though. Oh, there you go. Our, oh, your last see? fight was the most viewed fight on the Bay Area Combat Channel. Oh, the, uh, for the one against Hernandez. Yeah, yeah Cesar oh, Hernandez, okay. February twenty third. Okay, that was the cool. decision. That's cool. That was uh, hey, did that bother you that you didn't finish him? Um, not necessarily, no. I mean, I just, I mean, um, I knew after I got out of that armbar, I heard the, uh, the clap for the 10 seconds and I was like, I got to finish strong. Cause, um, I don't know, you know, I, yeah. uh, definitely I, d I wouldn't want to leave it into the hands of the judges. Cause that shit is like, you know, like, yeah, they, they don't seem to watch the same. It was unanimous, right? I remember it was yeah. unanimous decision. I think so. Yeah. 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 The judges never seem to watch the same fights we watch. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the, weird, right? Well, it's hard when you have a bunch of judges that have never fought or trained. I, I think honestly, I feel like in general, and I, I don't know, I'm not going to get into this right now, but in general, if you've never fought 
or at least trained for 15 years, you should not be judging fighters on how they fight. It's that's that simple. I do agree with you on that. Yeah, it's like sure, it's really hard sure. one, especially being a promoter and seeing some fights that are just like, what the fuck were they watching? Yeah. It's like, dude, did you just see this fucking call? <laughs> and it really, it's upsetting to me because it's like, I know when some, some fighters, when they actually, they, they deserve to win the fight and the, the, the judging is so off, in, in, in my opinion. It's just, yeah. you know, everybody has their own opinion of how the fight should, you know, should be scored. Right. And, and the judges do their job, then that's what they feel they see is what they judge on. But it's like, as an educated fight fan, promoter, matchmaker, fighter myself, same with you, Jim. Is yeah. We see some stuff. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. a lot of it has to like, sometimes it has to do with, like, the hometown of Andrew, like, like the, guy oh, 100%. From, the guy that's yeah. from the city and stuff like that. Like, I think I think that has a lot to do with it sometimes, too. But, yeah, um, yeah I mean, uh, as far as, like, upset that I didn't finish the fight, no. Um, you know Caesar's a tough-ass dude, too. Yeah, for sure. Hats off to Caesar, He's too. Tough. I'd um, like to see that one again, really. I mean, but you – listen, I'm going to tell you the same thing I tell everybody. Once you win a fight against somebody, there's no real reason to go fight him again because you've already beat him. You might as well move on to someone else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. From his point of view, he's probably like, okay, let's get, let's run that back. But you necessarily don't really need to do that. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't matter to me, dude. Like that shit don't matter to me. Yeah. If, um, we can, we can run it back if he wants. I mean, it's just, it's all up to like my coaches because my coaches are the ones that tell me about my fights. So. What was your favorite fight of the four? You got four, four wins. No losses. If you had to pick one, it, it, let me ask you this. You got all four of them in front of you. Mm -hmm. You just met someone, and they said, oh, you're a fighter. Let me see a fight. Which one are you pulling out to show them? Oh, shit. Um, probably, probably my most recent one because it was just so um, – it was for the belt. And, yeah. you know, like uh, I felt like there was a lot of action all, like, condensed within that round. By the way, shout, uh, shout out to Javier Martinez. I seen him at, um, at Titans Cage this past Saturday. That fool's – that was pretty cool. We chopped it up for a, for a quick second. Yeah. But um, yeah, it probably would be my most recent fight because, um, like I said, it was just it was just a lot of action packed into just one round. Like. Yeah, and you get better as you go. Exactly. So yeah. you're obviously a better fighter than you were four fights ago. Yeah. You won a belt. You got a knockout in the first round. That's a fight you got to show everybody, yeah. man. This yeah. Is, this is what I do to people. Yeah. That's what I do. <laughs> so Steve, let's say he, let's say he wins this fight, which he will. I'm not going to – I better not take sides because we might be interviewing your opponent soon. But let's say he wins this fight. Is there somebody that you have on the radar that you're thinking, okay, this is who I want to go against the winner? Absolutely, fight? I do, but I can't really talk about it right now. Why? This is your show. You're the matchmaker. Well, this is your podcast. You well, you know, you're always, like, stealthy and shit, well, bro. Come you know, on, man. This well, is your shit. Yeah, you're right. You know, but the thing what are we is doing like, here? It's fucking showing love to other teams first. You know what I mean? I got to respect it. You know, it's All like right. I got a wonderful relationship with everybody. It's like – my opinion of what, you know, or my thoughts about who I'm going to match him up with is something we'll talk about after this fight. I got gotcha. you. You know what I mean? It's like I do have some potential people in mind. You're boring, uh, dude. You're I know. I suck sometimes. But it's like, guy. But look at my matchups. They're, they're good. They're solid. You do, you you know? do put together good matchups. You know, because I, you know, I, I put these matches together in, with the thought of uh, being a fight fan. Yeah. And then what's going to be a good fight? I'd rather see two dudes that suck, slug the fuck out, and fall. <laughs> You know what I mean? And it's like because it ma it makes for a good fight for their even matchup, whether yeah. they're good or not. Yeah. How many people you got coming to this fight? Uh, I'm, I don't I don't even know, man. You don't even I care. Don't know yeah. Come or don't. I don't yeah. give a fuck. It I'm gonna win. Really Come matter. or don't. Yeah. The, no matter like it doesn't matter who Kubal comes. I'm still, I'm still gonna go. I'm still gonna do my thing. I'm gonna fight my ass off. I mean. Who are your favorite matter. training partners over my at Nobody? Favorite training partners. Um. 
I like going with Cubby. Cubby's, uh, he, that fool's a fucking hog. He definitely pushes me. Uh, Lino's definitely one of my other favorite training partners. And then uh, I um, I go with uh, Coach Ramos, uh, Coach Sunny, every once in a while, too. I like going yeah. with Coach Sunny. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So, you know, Gavin, what about Gavin Sheehan? I know you wanted to fight that kid once. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we can run um, – we can run it up with Sheehan. I'm not. I'm not really tripping, dude. It does not matter. You know. He's a tough kid. Can I anybody think. in California beat you? Fuck. I mean, we'll see, dude. <laughs> uh, you see that humbleness? Come on, yeah. man. It's we'll like see, you're man. you're on your path to 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 a good career right now. It's like you know. When you got the number four fighter in California who just won a belt, he's undefeated, and you say, "Can anyone beat?" And he goes, "I don't know. We'll see." I mean, a lot of guys have just been like, hell no, nobody can beat me. I like that. I like that attitude. Yeah, but I think we'll in your head, that. you're probably thinking, no, nobody can beat you me. You just don't want to frame uh, yourself <laughs> off. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. I mean, it'll happen eventually. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's just like with anything else. It's necessary. It's necessary for growth. You know? So you have a quick, you had a quick amateur. Uh, and your path has been fast. Uh-huh. You started training in April yeah. last year. So within a year, you've had four fights. Three of them in the last, I want to say, like like six months. Yeah. And you're undefeated. You've won a belt. You're fighting for another belt. Do you have a timeline in your head, like a goal, when you want to start making some money doing this? Um, I definitely – that's definitely uh, the number one goal is to get there eventually. But um, I'm just taking it a fight at a time right now, man. Like, uh, um, I definitely want to go pro, and I, I don't know how long it's going to take. I don't really care how long it takes. You know, I'm going to do whatever it takes to become – uh, professional and uh, um, to just live my dream as a professional fighter. You know, definitely. Yeah. I, I, it doesn't really matter how long it takes. I, I'm honestly like just, I'm kind of just, uh, I'm kind of just going with it right now. You know, I'm just yeah. going with the flow right now. Yeah, I see a lot of guys that just like have this fucking starstruck. Gotta go pro, bro. <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> like you get paid, and then and then they don't get those certain things that they need as an amateur to go out there and and take the opportunity to lose and learn and. You know, and throw it out there and figure out what the fuck they really, really need to do and learn. You know, and, and they fuck up. And yeah, they go pro and, and all of a sudden they're devastated. I seen um, I seen something on uh, on Instagram recently. Well, one of my homies uh, had sent it to me. He was one of my old uh, teammates from when we were in high school wrestling. Um, I forget who it was, but there was this UFC fighter that had tweeted something saying like, for any up and coming fighters right now that want to make it to the big show, don't don't be in a rush to get signed to a big promotion because what's going to happen is that once you, you know, there's going to be all this hype behind you and then you'll lose, you know, let's say, let's say, you know, if anything, you lose. Sage North Shut. And, you know, like you lose and then all of a sudden your marketability goes down and then people stop fucking with you and this and that. So it's just like, he yeah. said something like, uh, it would be better to lose in like a lower end promotion a few times before you get put onto the big show yeah because no one's hearing about it i mean yeah, locally exactly. they are california yeah. we're hearing yeah. about it but yeah but like uh, and, I, and i mentioned sage northcutt for a reason because this is a guy that dana literally thought was going to be the face of his company sure. they fast-tracked him into the ufc they thought no one could beat him he got beat a bunch of times then he went and fought for an off promotion and got knocked out in like 13 seconds or something yeah. so i mean his career is basically over and that in my opinion a lot of that is dana's fault his coach's fault his family's fault his circle's fault for letting them fast track him like that. Yeah, he had the look. Yeah, he's a great fighter, but it, he wasn't ready for the push that he got. I mean, he just nobody was ready for that at that age, that fast. Can you imagine so the I agree. Star, you know, the starstruck going walking out on a big stage and all of a sudden you're in front of front of what 18,000 people. Yeah. The fucking pressure. You can imagine that shit. Yeah, and he's still hella young. Too. He's hella yeah. young. He's younger yeah. than I am, so it's like 
He's a good dude, and he's yeah. a good fighter. Yeah. I just think that it, the, the, like, like you just said, it's a perfect example of what you just said. The path he took, he did. I don't, I don't even know how many amateur fights he had, but I don't think it was very many. I'm pretty sure he had like a lot of like sport karate, that kind of stuff. Too. Yeah, like, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Like he like, I'm pretty sure he like grew up doing like sport karate. Yeah, he was shit. definitely so a karate guy. A, he's definitely had uh, his fair share of like. That dude should have been a, like an action star. Yeah, <laughs> he looks look like a, he looks like a fucking superhero. Dude. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's a good way to make money, though, right? Who, yeah. yeah. I mean. So, T- you mentioned Tito. You mentioned Matt Hughes. But who are your who are your influences? Who are the guys that like? If this guy's fighting, I gotta watch it. These are my favorite fighters. Um, and you can't name teammates. Don't give me that shit. <laughs> um. Well, growing up, for sure, BJ Penn, like, when he was the king of the lightweight division, for sure, he was, like, one of my favorite guys to watch. Uh, okay. I like, I like uh, Jose Aldo, too. Um, Demetrius Johnson, I fucking love watching that dude fight. That fool's a fucking animal. He's so technical, so smooth. Um, Fedor. Um, I love Fedor. Hendo, when Hendo was still fighting. The bomb. Um, yeah, man. Like, I like a lot of uh, kind of, like, older, older, older Pride guys. Fighters. Yeah. Um, love, who love else? Pride. <laughs> who else? Um, shit, I like watching um, like Justin Gaethje, Edson Barboza, um, Cowboy Cerrone. Cowboy Cerrone is a fucking beast, dude. I definitely like watching Cowboy fight. Um, shit, yeah, man. Yeah. I got. I like. I like. A, I like watching a, a lot of fighters uh, for sure. And I wanted to double check my math real quick, but Sage Northcutt only had five pro fights before he joined the UFC. Is so, that right? Yeah. Oh, shit, that, so that's. I mean, to me, that's crazy. You know, so uh, not that it, listen, more power to him. He made some money. He got he got a push. But I remember my cousin, Darren Cooley, after he tapped Uriah at some big show. And he was I think Darren at the time was four or five and oh as a pro. And I had a, uh, approached um, Scott. Oh, my gosh. What's the guy's name from WEC? Uh, not Scott Smith. Scott. Uh, Scott no, 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 no. Scott Adams. Scott Adams was the matchmaker for WEC at the time, and I approached him, and I said, hey, I want to bring Darren in. He said, he's, what's his record? I said, he's 5-0. and He goes, let's get him, like, five or six more fights. If he wins those, then we'll bring him in. And that's, I mean, 10, 11 fights as a pro undefeated. Then maybe you start looking at moving to a bigger organization. Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's also a good, it's, you know, it's also a good way to build a fan base too, and that's really yeah. what the big show is about: is having, having a good fan base, having a f- decent product for the for the fans. You know, people know who they are when they f- hear their name. It's like yeah. they know who he is. Yeah. So, how's your family feel about you being a fighter? Do they all support you? Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, uh, my dad for sure. My dad's always been like supportive of me. Like whatever, whatever I decided to do. Like as long as I wasn't like fucking gang banging or smoking dope or something <laughs> like that. You know, like he he'd always support me. Um, uh, my mom, my mom wasn't really fucking with it at first. <laughs> like she's like, oh, I don't want to see you get hurt and this and that. And it's just like, I mean, I know what I'm getting myself into when I go in. And then like, um, my uncles and aunties and stuff, they're all hella supportive. They. They, I don't think they've missed a single fight so far, you know, and uh, yeah. it feels really good, you know, like um, not just uh, not just winning in front of them, it's just like just the the process of like just like fighting in front of my family and my friends yeah. and shit is like hella cool to me for sure. And they see you working hard for a goal and getting better. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, sure. no matter what you're doing, that's always going to be impressive to your family. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, they're definitely really supportive, and uh, I'm ha- I'm happy they are. You know, is Pops your biggest fan? Probably, man. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Um, I don't really get to see my dad too much, actually. Uh, he that fool has got fucking two full time jobs and, and shit, and like so he works like. What nationality or what, what's your? What's uh, your? I'm Mian. Okay. Mian, yeah. Um, but he works like 
like a five or six in the morning. He gets off like a two, and then at three he's got to drive all the way out to Benicia and fucking making work me feel like a like, lazy fucking bum right yeah, now. Yeah. So then and then like me, like I got work. I work from like four a.m. to two thirty p.m. What do you uh, do? Monday through Friday. I work for this company. The they manufacture like aerospace parts and shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not as cool as it sounds. It's, it's really really not as cool as it sounds. <laughs> but they think you're the coolest dude there because you're an MMA fighter and you just want to. Um, the people that know about it, yeah. I mean, I try not to. I mean, I don't really like a lot of the upper management, so like I don't really tell talk to them. You know. What <laughs> so, I mean? so, so so some of the shit you make, uh, I don't doesn't really it? like yeah, any because of like because it's like you know because some of my coworkers like they'll talk about it hella loud like hey yeah what's up you gonna have them uh. You didn't have them sponsor you? I'm like, fuck no, I don't want them to sponsor me. Like, they don't even want to pay me no money. Why would I want to fucking wow. wear their shit on my shorts? You know, hell no. Well, hey, money talks. You got, yeah. you got to promote yourself. That's that Instagram and Facebook yeah. shit. Right well, there. I mean, it was talk, they were talking about, you know, like the company that I work for. Right. It's just, it was kind of like a well, fuck you to like the upper management and shit, you know. What? Uh, who are your sponsors? Um, right now, um, uh, just blackout, just uh, blackout fire and uh, Rodney uh, solution. Uh, solution supplements is one. Um, Train for Life, uh, they they have like t- you know they make T-shirts and stuff. But then uh, this this last fight, um, dude, it was crazy, man. They, they uh, Blackout Fight Gear decided to give me a sponsorship. Yeah, Rodney. And then, yeah, dude, it was, it was cool. The, he came through actually the Friday when you came through to uh, get, uh, drop off the tickets. Um, they came through a little bit before you did, and like, I talked to Rodney, and that fool was hella fucking cool. Yeah, he, he should he should have called me, man. I was trying to get some more boxing gloves. <laughs> Yeah. So that there you guys have it. So if you're, if you're listening, Terrence needs a needs some more sponsors. Yeah. He's 4-0. He's the current Panda Cup champion. He's a, about to possibly be the Barry Combat champion, number four in California, number seven on the West Coast. Period. So call him and give him some money. That's that's my point. <laughs> that's what I think. Hey, so happen. Terrence, you gonna make? I hope you and your family are gonna make it out to our after party at uh, downtown Joe's this time, right? Oh, is that where it is going to be? Yeah. I didn't even know, shit. I didn't even know you guys have after yeah, parties, bro. Of course like, you shit, I don't yeah, go to after parties. <laughs> <laughs> I never, I don't, I like, uh, I can't do it, man. I'll see what's up, man, because usually after my fights, dude, I like to just chill. I don't want to just chill See, with my look, that's what I'm talking about. Like, I, I just want to, you know, get Everyone's drunk screaming all night. It's the loud music. People yeah. are drunk. They're banging all over the place. And, and then it ends, and you're like, ah. And then everyone goes, all right, let's go to the after party. Fuck yeah. you. I'm going home, bro. <laughs> I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I definitely <laughs> like going out for drinks and shit with my team and stuff, too. But, like, like when, uh, the last time when I fought for you um, for uh, in, um, in March, um, we uh we had a, like my team come over to my house and shit and like we had a family over there and that was like that was hella cool you know like, that's something where that's a yeah, real exactly. after party yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't they've been making go. food yeah hella yeah. food mom's made hella food and like we, we got hella fucking drunk I mean it was it was cool <laughs> what know, do you like, drink tell everyone at home what you drink when you get drunk what do you drink um it's either uh, Hennessy or like a cold beer as long as it's not like a light beer. Damn, you would have like been a gangster. Beer, you would have been a gangster. <laughs> Hennessy. It's Hennessy. Yeah, yeah man. MMA yeah, saved sure. your life, bro. For sure, Hennessy. Yeah, that's what my family drinks. So. Yeah, you know, gangland and shit if you didn't. Well, I mean, my aunties, they drink like vodka. Like, they, they make they make like vodka drinks and shit too, but which is which are cool. But um, all the dudes in my family for sure drink Hennessy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What so about I, you, Steve Barnett? What's your drink of choice? Fucking Rockstar or, uh, <laughs> or uh, Red Bull or... Yeah. yeah, you're always so laid back though. I don't Dude, think you, I don't feel like you drink any energy drinks. I I, I do. I'm falling asleep. Fuck oh, yeah. yeah, I'm always falling asleep, bro. Yeah. So guys, don't forget, uh, it is June 22nd. It'll be the 13th fight of the night: Cabrera versus Saturn. Wrong turn, Saturn, the current Panda Cup champion. This is for the inaugural, the the uh, vacant 
125-pound barrier combat title, the flyweight title on the line that night. Don't forget, guys, three other title fights, all brought to you by Suncoast Awning. The after party will be at Downtown Joe's. Also, we have, what is the um, the other sponsor? Yeah, we got the IBEW, Local That's 180. It. Local they're, 180, yeah. They're a strong supporter of us. And we got CNS, uh, Deborah, what's the name of the? Uh, Submill Solutions, another Solutions one, and we yeah. also have CNS Development. Okay, they're just they're, they're one of the belt sponsors. In fact, I think that they're the sponsor for your belt. Absolutely. Oh, nice. So get, nice. make sure you guys come out and check it out. As you can see on the screen right now, guys, if you're watching at home, tickets are available at BayAreaCombat.com. There will be limited tickets at the door, but I'm telling you guys right now. I know you go to a lot of local MMA shows, and sometimes people don't show up, but Napa always sells out. So you guys got to get your tickets soon. Yeah. You want to see this this fight, especially Terrence Satern. But uh, there's a lot of great fights on the card, including the main event, Michael Bueno. So we're going to put Terrence on the spot real quick. We did, okay. did this last time. Yeah. Terrence, so which which fight on that list of fighters front and back sides there, which one do you think is going to be the fight of the night? Not including yours, of course. The back side here? Both. Uh, front or back. It doesn't matter. Back. Okay. Um, which one is, excites you the most? Well, I've I've seen I've seen Diego and Bueno fight before. Those guys are definitely some fucking savage. Oh, yeah. Sal, Sal's fighting that night yeah, too. Yeah, Sal Osorio. Yeah. Oh shit. Um, you got damn, Solomon dude. Valentine. Damn, dude. Um, I know my fight card's looking sick, huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> dude, fuck, like, yeah. Um, hey, this that fight card, hey Terrence, that fight card's also with f what f there was five promotions going on this month. Yeah. So oh, that's shit. what I was able to pull off. Yeah, this is. Damn, this is cool. Um, shit, man. I'll probably go with the uh, uh, Bueno, man. Bueno's dope, dude. Yeah, that fool's like he's super sick at gist, but he's just been fucking people up on the feet. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So there you go. So yeah. Terrence Satern thinks the main event is going to be the fight of the night. Yeah. Your fight obviously has the ability to be fight of the night. Yep. All four of those title fights, dude. The girls' fight, we got Carly Lombardo taking on Valerie Thurs. Yeah. I mean, we got a lot of good fights that are happening that night. So everybody, make sure you check that out. Um, you don't want to miss it. It's in Napa Valley, Napa Valley Expo, June 22nd, 5 p.m. bell time. Tickets on sale at barriacombat.com. The whole event brought to you by Suncoast Awning and our other sponsors. Steve Barnett has put together a hell of a card, and him and Deborah Farolito have done a great job putting all that together. We thank you guys for joining us on the face-off here today. Thank you, Terrence Saturn, for coming in, man. Give me the daps. Good okay. luck in your title fight. Congratulations you. on the new belt, 4-0 undefeated. Thank we will you. see you guys June 22nd in Napa. Thank you.